My name is Jordan Haas, and welcome to my niche podcast about the one thing I know something about. Game shows, I suppose. And this is a bonus episode because we have a guest this episode. It's great. And it, it's someone I was kind of wondering I would never get uh, because I love a lot of niche podcasts. And he's a guest on so many of that I listen to. And I'm a big fan of Struggle Session. Jack Allison's going to join us in, in our review of The Masked Singer. And it was a laugh out loud romp, I would say. But uh, it, it's so weird because like two weeks ago, I was kind of going, well, who should be the host of Win Ben Stein's Money? And I... and the obvious answer is John Gabris and and Ken Jennings. And I said in that episode, it should be Brad Rutter and Jack Allison, because Jack Allison has a similar tone and vibe and funniness that Jimmy Kimmel had when he did Win Ben Stein's Money. And Brad Rutter is an actor. He's distinguished and rugged. And for some bizarre reason, Jack Allison agreed to come on my podcast and talk about The Masked Singer. So that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, so I, I can't wait. I can't wait to have him him come on, and I hope you listen to it and enjoy it. Uh, but before we go, it's 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 I have to do some reviews. I have to talk about some news because uh, this is bonus episode time, and that's usually I answer your questions and I get to the bottom of things. So first off, I gotta explain some reality competition shows. Uh, I think reality competition shows do count as game shows because essentially it's just an extended game show that's stretched out for eight seasons because it's easier to book contestants so you can tell a story and make them characters that you want them to be because they're caring or compassionate or, or tough as nails and they don't take shit from anybody and they don't want to make friends, they just want to win. Uh, so for this time around, uh, there is... Uh, a few of them. Uh, first of all, there's going to be a new season of the challenge called War of the Worlds because they still decide to keep doing the challenge on MTV. But this time around, according to the press release, TV fran- favorites collide when legendary The Challenge veterans team up with rookie prospects from franchises, including The Bachelor, Big Brother, Love Island, Survivor, American Ninja Warrior, as well as international stars from MTV's global family, including Jordy Shore, X on the Beach, and Flora Bamashore. Flora Bamashore is not international. It's Florida and Alabama. That's why it's called Flora Bamashore. But it's, I'm just getting a hold of myself. It, it's it's the challenge. It's it's an okay show, I guess. I mean, I already recorded one this week involving uh, endurance, which will be next week's episode. And then I still have one with Franklin and one with Kate to do this week. Uh, spoilers, if you if you know where we're going with this. Uh, so. That is interesting because, I mean, it's basically now, instead of real-world road rules challenge, it's now challenge versus other shows. And I'm just going to say it right now. It's a garbage format. I understand it spinoff-wise to do it, but, I mean, there are other shows that do that. Bachelor Pad comes to mind. I Love Money comes to mind. Uh, pro- probably uh, the, the the Candy Crush Big Brother All Stars episode comes to mind, and it's the idea of just because you went on a game show that's a reality show that you're now a person of credible interest to be a celebrity on another game show that's a reality show, and I mean it's okay, but I don't think that really is a test of celebrity, nor is it really something worth 
getting excited over because oh boy the person i saw take a poop on the toilet in the real world is now going to scream at somebody because they lost a physical challenge because they held a, a tank a barrel of water longer than the other because i i don't know what other challenges they do it's kind of just variations of different physical stunts and things that you will see typically in movies but they put it at a beach or they just tackle people in sand like it's at like it's stone cold steve austin's broken skull ranch challenge uh that's kind of how it goes um this news is coming from of course game show newsnet uh they're also going to have a new show on amazon from heidi klum and tim gunn uh it is going to be for late 2019 and it's apparently uh, another style show uh, they're looking for the next top fashion designers for a show on Amazon Video. Sure. Okay. I mean, you have Design Star. You have Project Runway. Why not? Um, HQ is looking to, because it's in the market, Facebook has Confetti. Confetti is the competitor to HQ. And they are going to try to expand. Thanks to our friends at Watch Mojo. Yes, Watch Mojo, famous for top 10 conspiracy theories and top 10 things you might not know about the Parkland Massacre. Comes top 10 game show featuring the confetti guys. And I. Look, as someone who has a comedy podcast where I look at Thrillist articles and ranked lists all the time. I am not looking forward to whatever it is with the Watch Mojo gang. But this is the world we live in where everything has to be a monopoly and everyone needs to be in a merger and combine and collide. That maybe Confetti and Facebook just think we need to appeal to millennials and what do millennials love more than ranked lists. So let's collab with the Watch Mojo gang. I mean, it could be Pop Sugar, it could be someone else, but no, we'll do that. Uh, in addition to that is Alexa now has a wait, wait, don't tell me uh, skill app where you can play lightning fill in the blank. Uh, I played that before the air and I got a perfect score, eight out of eight. And I thought, hell yeah, I'm good at the show. I want uh, my tote bag. I want my, I want my uh, messenger. I want my, I want one of, I want Peter Sagal to give me the, give me a, a message. So I, so when people call me, it's, hi, this is Peter Sagal. Jordan can't be at the phone right now. Because I'm that cool of a dude. Um, in addition to that, breaking news as of Tuesday, uh, Michael Strahan is coming with a new revival of The Money Drop. Uh, if you don't remember, Fox had a game show called Million Dollar Money Drop that was famous for the person who screwed up wondering when the post-it notes were invented. But with Michael Strahan's production company, they are looking to bring back The Money Drop. We are thrilled to partner with Michael and the team at SMAC Entertainment to develop an all-new version of the Money Drop for an American audience, says Michael Weinberg, Executive Vice President of Syndication at Endemol Shine North America. This is a format that has worked successfully all over the world, and the game concept itself is a lot of fun and engaging. I do enjoy the format. Uh, if you don't know what the show is, basically at the start of the game, we'll start with the Million Dollar Money Drop because it's easier to explain. The team is presented with a million dollars in like 40 wads of $25,000 each. I think on the American version, it was 50 wads of $20,000 each. That, it, that, that doesn't matter. They didn't get asked a question with four possible answers. They have to now have 60 seconds to push all $1 million on an answer. If they don't know what the answer is, they can 
they can hedge their bets and put some money on a different answer. If a mo- if a money is on a correct answer, they get to keep that money that's on that correct answer. Any other money, and it drops. You must keep one drop clear at all times, meaning any question could be their last question. If they survive three or four questions, then it goes down to three, meaning it's a little more tough to move the money because now one drop is less clear, which means you can't hudge it more, which means blah, blah, blah. Leading it to the final question where it's a 50-50 gamble and all the money must go on an A-B question to win the game. Otherwise, they leave with nothing because all the money fell. Uh, security cameras and, and there's flashy lights and security teams and uh, real money like it's a real million dollars it's not prop million it's actually physical cash because they really I guess want the prop because it looks really cool I mean it's dis- it's discontinued $20 bills but still uh, it, it works for the the flash as it were so Michael Strahan bringing back the money drop would make sense to me I'm trying to figure out because it's called the money drop. It's not going to be a million dollars. Is it going to be like a hundred thousand dollars? Is it going to be like two hundred thousand, half a million dollar drop, something? Uh, is Michael Strahan going to be the host? Is someone else going to host? I know the production company behind this also did the Joker's Wild uh, revival with Snoop Dogg. So th- at the very least, you might see someone who's been a favorite on Pyramid or Snoop Dogg's Joker's Wild be the host of this. Which tells me if this is actually going to happen, Endemol Shine doing a money drop game, the most it could end up is on TNT at the very least to pair it with Joker's Wild. At the very best, it could end up on a network like ABC. It's definitely not going to end up on Fox because they've already learned their lesson from the show. A lot of people have already seen the show and they vaguely remember it, so it's also a real tough uphill climb for people who have already experienced the show. If they can keep making it look similar to the UK version with the 100k drop, then they actually have a chance of succeeding. Alright, also in the world of reality competition shows, a Fox has a new show called Funny People in the Works, where it's people who are stand-up comedians can compete, but not just do stand-up comedian stuff like, say, telling jokes, because that just requires them to tell jokes. It's telling jokes, the game show. No, this is not Last Comic Standing. This is called Funny People. And not only do they have to figure out how to to do stand-up comedy, they have to do improvisation and know how to do sketch comedy because that's the only way to win on this show is to be funny in three things, sketching, improv, and stand-up comedy. Yeah! Woo! It is from Irwin Entertainment. The same people behind that show uh is also experienced with a slew stamp specials with kevin hart jim jeffries michelle wolf john mulaney neil brennan tracy morgan dana carvey nikki glazer daniel tosh trevor noah uh chris is david spade norm mcdonald Patton oswald hamble breast and anthony jeselnik among others so i'm guessing the winner gets like a netflix stamp special so hooray you made twenty five thousand dollars i guess uh, this is their uh, pretty much the no reality show in the slate for Fox, which I'm guessing they're going to try to go for at best. They're going to try to go for summer. Uh, I mean, they've already have a new show of Paradise Hotel back in the works. They're bringing that back. They also have Spin the Wheel coming soon with Dak Shepard, uh, which is kind of a weird Spin the Wheel wall type game. And of course, The Masked Singer, which is what we're going to talk about in just about a few minutes. I got to catch my breath real quick. All right. We're prepared. Anyway, we have a guest behind the turntable, and we want to meet them. So let's turn the table. 
with me on the line is a beloved comedy writer and host of Jack AM and Struggle Session, Mr. Jack oh. Allison. Welcome. Hi there. Well, thank you for having me, Jordan. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I don't know how beloved I am, but it's nice of you to say that. It is nice of you to say that. I, I he, well, around here you are welcome because thank you. hey, I, now I feel like I'm a. It's a proper podcast. It's a proper. We have proper guests. Oh, I don't know if I if I can make pro- podcasts proper all on my own. I think you I think you need some earwolf uh, approved talent before you're before you're officially a podcast. Oh no, I can't wait to send this to earwolf and <laughs> no wait you're the number two poster the poster there at earwolf. Well, that, that's on the subreddit, but I'm saying you need a guest from the show that's been on one of the earwolves. That's when you really know you've made it. Uh, yeah, so you unfortunately haven't made it yet, but uh, oh. but you're getting there. You're getting ever closer. And this is like the second tier. It's the next tier over. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. We'll uh, but thank you for having me. Thank you for having me here. And I, I know I'm excited to do this. We we just watched. Uh, well, anyway, I'll let you do it. Sorry. No, we know you go on. We just watched the Mask Singer. Uh, yes. The whole idea is you pick a game show, we watch it, and you decide the Mask Singer. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> I think it's because I was tweeting about the Mask Singer, and you asked me to do it, and I was like, well, you know. I guess I'll do the mass singer. I am like not so sure how much this really qualifies as a game show, but I would leave that up to you. I mean, are these kind of like contest singing shows? Do you consider them game shows? I think it is a uh, it is the very loosest form of a game right. show because it is there's a, a winner because there's, yeah, there's a winner and it's a competition and there's a winner. Uh. But I would say it's a higher version of it because there is at least a play along factor in this yeah. game versus, say, The Voice or American Idol, where all you do at home is vote. Right. In, in all show- you do, you know, when you when you're watching American Idol, all you do is uh, exercise the right that you must execute as an American and get out there and vote. Yes, jack the vote. Um, yes, jack the vote. <laughs> vote for every single one of the contest shows. Uh, Otherwise, um, you're a bad person. And, uh, but in this show, you don't get a vote. That's already been determined in July for like a, probably like a five-day period. Right. Uh, not yeah, this was a long time ago. So when was when was uh, The Masked Singer taped? Do, do we know? Uh, the promos were in August. So I'd okay. like to believe, because usually the rule of recording is when you're quickly doing the promos, it's always about one month after you started recording parts of the show, and they were sure. only showing clips of the first episode. So I'm led to believe it was sometime between then and now. So somewhere that between makes sense. July 12th to maybe like August 4th or something. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And it's 12 singers, and uh, the, you don't know who they are, and I say singers very loosely. <laughs> Right. There are 12 people that are competing in a singing competition, I think is the fairest thing to say. Uh, we only showed Jack episode one, so he does not yeah. know that Tommy Chong is the pineapple yet. I, I mean, I do now. I do now. I he, now know. He does not know that the deer is Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I don't know that. Um, I do now. I do now know that the deer is Terry Bradshaw. Um, and, you know, I... I guess it fits for me because of the because of the very clever clues that they laid out about the identity of the deer. The, that's the a positive of the show is the writing staff. I because the way they wrote the clues out to a lot of these celebrities in their little video profiles. 
Well, there's a lot of little jokes in there. Certainly, there's a lot of little jokes. Also, I believe that the what it's 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 described as a who sung it mystery. Yeah, it's uh, not a who done it, but rather not a who done it, but a who sung it mystery. Um, so yeah, we watched this first episode. This it's a it's a very you know this show you told me was based on like a Korean uh, television show. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, it's South so, Korean because I mean, most South Korean game shows. Uh, well, typically I'm not assuming life. that it's based on a North Korean show. I, I don't know how I don't know how much uh, uh, game. Sh- I mean, maybe they do. I have no idea what kind of game shows they have uh, up in, happening Kim, in North Korea. Kim Jong-un, if you're listening to this right, right. now, please. The show where he's the only contestant on it, um, and he can and he just wins every time. More, um, like, the, more like the mask dictator, am I right? Yeah, jeez, you're telling me with this guy. I'm going to write the packet. Um, Send it to SNL. We're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so the, here's yeah. how the game essentially worked, at least in episode one. I will quickly just go through. Round one is in is broken into two episodes of six contestants each, and they're in 1v1 battles, and the best singer stays, and the other one goes to the elimination round, mm-hmm. where the weakest of the three, at the discretion of the judges, goes home and must be unmasked. Right. So the only time you find out, you know, the the unmasking is a great humiliation is actually, I guess, what it's supposed to be. Um, The unmasking is supposed to be like when you've lost the show, then you also have to go through the humiliation of uh, letting America know who the loser is. Yes. Even though at the end, everyone will know who you are anyway. Wow. But uh, so so in the first that's the first episodes, three and four, all five sing. And then they're all bronze stage, and the weakest is gone. No elimination thing. Just put all of them on, and repeat that with the next two weeks with four and four, and then everyone's brought together with the final six and a rinse repeat until there's a double elimination, and then the final three sing on the finale episode where one's crowned the king of mask singer and wins a trophy that was <laughs> in a really bad shot blocked by Nick Cannon in most of the episode. So so okay. Um, so that's what they win is they just win. This is all, that's my thing about this is that like, you know, game shows at the very least, like even American Idol feels like it's like something, you know, uh, uh, it just feels like there's something that they're winning at the end of this. Are they truly just getting, uh, the masked singer trophy at the end yeah, of all this no cash prize brought up? There's no anything else. And as Nick Cannon said in episode two, see on most singing shows, the prize is they become famous, but on this show, they're already famous. <laughs> yeah, so they're just, this is all just like a big fun game. Really, this feels like, I guess it, and this is what so many shows are. This is just like a, a game night for celebrities to participate in. Yes, this but, is like yeah. a game for them to all have a bunch of fun. Yes, but no Jane Lynch. No, uh, yeah, no Jane Lynch. Uh, but so, yeah, that's that was my other thing with this show is that throughout the show, and it's a bizarre show, but throughout the show, they give you hints. They have these hint packages trying to, like, give you a hint on who these people are. Um, but that's kind of like for nothing. <laughs> like, there isn't like they don't get points or anything There's for no guessing There's who no, it is. Yeah, no prize money involved. Yeah. They just give them hints, then ask them to go on record, and then we find out if they were right or not. And that's, yeah, you pretty much summed it up. Also, (laughs) 
I think the video packages are more supposed to be for the explanation for also the audience as, at home so then they can play along, which I think is the, the incredible thing with the show is the audience play along of you're now watching and guessing right. which celebrities manager did not get told that their client is going on the mask singer for five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like, you know, some of these hints, like, yes, I agree with you that the playing at home uh, was the fun part and that was fun. You know, we watched it together here before recording uh, uh, and, um, you know, it, it is fun to guess back and forth, but some of these hints are hilarious. Like this, one of the hints here was uh, who was that? Who was the football player that got on mask? Oh, Antonio episode? Brown. Yeah, that Antonio Brown likes to eat breakfast a lot. He's <laughs> like famous for he... his extravagant breakfasts, as and, according and maybe... to in the end credits when there were hippo hints. <laughs> like they will, uh, uh, maybe we'll get a bunch of uh, pushback here and be like, everyone's like Antonio Brown, like famously loves breakfast, but I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's that good of a hint. There was a ten thousand dollar bill, famous for his ten thousand dollar fine for dancing in an end zone. Well, good God. And it's like, well, sure. But if you paid attention, like he kind of already established himself to be a football player when the first thing you heard is I'm used to performing in front with behind a mask in front of him in front of an audience. Yes, yes. And uh, very competitive. It's like, well, then what else can it be? <laughs> well, then also there was one, I believe it was the deer uh, who they were trying to guess who it was. And I think, I believe they even asked him, they made their one question they're allowed to ask him, are you a basketball player? Yeah, are, are and, you in the, are you, or have you ever been in the NFL? No, uh, it wasn't one of them. They asked if he's a basketball player and he had had a, a trophy of a man playing football yes. at his house. Like that yeah, was in the package. Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Yeah. And then for the, and then <laughs> it, for the hippo, his hint was, I like to go bowling. <laughs> Which the, you know, that was a very clever hint because what he actually meant there was the less commonly used version of bowling, which is super bowling. He you likes know. to go super bowling. His favorite pastime is uh, super bowling. Or the pro bowling. Yeah, pro bowling pro bowling yeah so commonly said so normally said um but i actually do have to say this show is really fun and you know the guessing along at home is is a very is like fun to do and like i understand why it was popular on south korea and television you know and i understand why it's popular here it's because like this isn't so much a like show so much as it is like a communal live event that we're all being part of. You know what I mean? Like there, oh, yeah. there's so much shit all over the screen of like tweet out who you think and all this kind of shit. It's like what this is, is more like a, it's not even a show. It's like a, uh, a mechanism for us all to guess who's under the mask. <laughs> and it's not like, and the thing is, I'm pretty sure the production has a whole lot of non-disclosure agreements like Robin sure. Thicke, if you dare tweet out like Donnie Osmond is in the Peacock the costume, I swear is. to God. <laughs> I bet I could find out. There are like reality show spoiler pages uh, that oh, exist. Yeah. That you Usually it's find. like who won Survivor, though. It's not like... Right. Yeah, like who is going to be... gives a shit that it's like... <laughs> who is the mass singer? Oh, wow. I can't believe it. It's Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah who do we think it is rumor willis do we yeah, think rumor willis is probably is one the, of them is uh the, uh is the what what was that one the unicorn the, the unicorn or no i was thinking like tory spelling for the unicorn i was thinking rumor for the lion the lion was the last the one. lion yes the lion she's the one who says that she's hollywood royalty right yeah she's from hollywood royalty and then the other one was i lived in beverly hills I live, yeah, because they're from like Unicorn Hills. They say they yeah, made a graphic unicorn that says Hills. Unicorn Hills. 
Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't know, like, um, the judges on the show also, oh boy. Uh, it's, it's, uh, there are four laugh out loud great people. I think the casting wise <laughs> is they were trying to go for the Korean vibe of we got to get someone who's like a talk show host who knows everybody. Sure. So we, can we get Conan O'Brien? Can we get Jimmy Kimmel? Let's get yeah. Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Yeah, we'll end up with Jenny McCarthy. We end up down there. <laughs> That's the uh, first. We need choice. a musician because someone who definitely knows music to be a judge. Ooh, could we get Alan Thick? We, well, he unfortunately, passed away. But we can get his son. Okay, Ro- Robin. I mean, he had a if hit you, once. If you already asked, I guess it'll be. It's okay. If you've already asked, that's fine. <laughs> it's uh, well, Robin. I haven't checked anything what he's up to in the last four years. So we'll just pick him up. Right. I thought he was canceled. I thought Robin Thicke had uh, officially been canceled at this point, but I guess not. Well, I guess the Fox execs knew he wants him. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, (laughs) Those blurred lines. Those blurred lines. Um, And of course, you've got the the, kind of delivery. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You've, of course, got the very funny, uh, always funny Dr. Ken in there. Um, Laugh out loud, Dr. Ken. I mean, he really of, is. Uh, I mean, I, I like uh, I like Doctor Ken just fine, but man, these jokes. This show is like for like I, I think what struck me actually is a lot of the the stuff from the judges felt very scripted up to even when they were guessing who was under the mask. Like they had very scripted joke lines to say uh, uh, during that thing. So like that's even like my takeaway from watching Doctor Ken in this is I'm like, man, they want. Like, these were some of the worst, like, dad jokes I've seen. Oh, wait. In episode two, there is one where he just looks at someone and is like, I don't know who you are, but I just yeah. welcome you. Former president of the United States, Barack Obama. Yeah. And it's like, okay, oh, man, sure. would that be funny if Barack Obama was under the mask? Oh, funny? man, that would yeah. be funny. Um, What's the craziest person to be under there? <laughs> well, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, they got Nicole uh, Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls, the only one who's an actual, like, talented judge, like, someone who actually is, like, in music. Knows of anything about singing at all? I guess, you know, Alan, Robin Thicke does. Yeah, it's Al- Alan Thicke's Hypothetically. a little creating the theme, The Wheel of Fortune. Uh, do you think Alan, do you think Robin Thicke is, like, um, do you think that he is, feel? do you think he feels like solidarity with the other person who's like, I'm Hollywood royalty or whatever, you know, like, so. do you think, think he like, that. he's like, oh, like, I understand the struggle of like having the same last name as a very famous person and also like being forever rich because of that. No, because if, if it was in, if it was like a Robin Thicke video package, the first thing he would say is I'm used to growing pains. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh and it's uh, that, that that's how Robin Thicke would would probably, but he was not that bad. He was like of all the judges, the only one really getting into the detective mode of the game. Everyone else was just kind of just, eh, just shouting out. <laughs> like, that is true. That is true. Like like uh, the monster brought up a mixtape. Yes, and so they were. He was like, "Oh, like uh, mixtapes would only be popular in the '80s or something, right?" Well, actually, uh, mixtapes are making yeah. a comeback. Well, with you know, yeah, we saw Robin Thicke. Well, actually, it he well mansplained the Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> he did mansplain it. He well actually Jenny McCarthy. If there was no, if if he wasn't canceled already, he certainly will be now. <laughs> it's 
can't believe it's Adam Conover. But yeah, so the, I can't really judge the the main show itself because it hasn't ended yet as of the time of this recording. Uh, so congratulations to um, uh, the 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 bird, a bird, the one. bird, the bird, the bird is, was pretty good, I think, actually, and you know the bird. Uh, I think was unfairly compared to the uh, or like, you know, lost, I think, unfairly to the what the fuck was the other one? The unicorn, the unicorn, unicorn. who I thought was not that not that good, to be honest with you. Um, so here is the, uh, the 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 actual the three head to heads peacock versus. Yeah. And it was the hippo peacock versus hippo. peacock versus hippo. So the flossing hippo. Fortnite and the peacock hippo. was what? With the peacock was uh, the song that, that was like the Hugh Jackman yeah, song. Yeah, Hugh Jackman song. And you thought it was Hugh Jackman. <laughs> okay, well, yes. Which, by the way, we I we two times had a predict prediction that Jenny McCarthy also had. Which my first one was uh, that the person singing Hugh Jackman's song was Hugh Jackman, uh, which Jenny McCarthy also thought uh, and then, on air. And then so we both had that not very uh, you know strong thought. And then in, in, in round two, when it was the monster versus the unicorn, we thought the monster was Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, Jenny McCarthy also echoed that sentiment. So that's uh, it's, sometimes it's terrifying. And I've already seen the show four times. This very <laughs> and even then, I still get shocked at, oh, crap. I have something in common with Jenny McCarthy. With Jenny McCarthy. Well, as so long as you don't also share her belief about vaccines, then you know I think it'll be fine. I too, I too agree. The the best way to uh, to to make it popular is go to Playboy magazine, and just have a full frontal spread where I eat a hot dog on a toilet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you should replicate that spread. That's the next thing you should echo uh, Jenny McCarthy with. And then uh, try my best to distance myself from Chris Hardwick, which I think might actually be a good <laughs> career move. Now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the other, the the third and final one was the deer, which as I in episode three, sorry Jack, it's Terry Bradshaw. From it NFL is Terry. On I've Fox. been spoiled, and I've been spoiled, and I was planning on you know binging every subsequent episode but now i've been spoiled on it now you can't watch any more of these music shows uh and it was the deer versus the lion yes the deer versus the lion so the deer versus the lion was one of our so the deer you've told me is terry bradshaw and mm -hmm. so he d did strike me as very much an athlete guy and the lion we don't know who the lion is the lion is you know i gave a hint about you know it's a all girl pride or something like that. Um, you know, the, the guest that seemed interesting to me was the Spice Girls one, but she also said that she's Hollywood royalty. So I, I just don't know. I just don't. Uh, uh, God, is it a family? It's got to be a family with a lot of maybe it's one of the Kardashians. It couldn't be couldn't be one of the I, fucking Kardashians. I mean, that, it, it, I don't know if it would ever. <laughs> Why would Kylie agree to this? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to guess. I'm just like the rest of America, trying to figure out who is, who is under that mask. Who is under the mask? That was your joke tweet that, start, that I know. sparked that, all this. I was just joking. I was like trying to do it like in the style of like Salieri or something like that. Yeah, now I guess you really uh, <laughs> are in solitary. Now I, now I am. I'm like, I am vexed. Like, I must know who the singer was. <laughs> Even if they're just like 
okay. Like, let's yeah. be honest here. <laughs> Their sand skills, they're okay. How about this? What I, what I want now is just to know who they all are. What I want... Frankly, to be honest with you, is for there just to be a Wikipedia at this point with all the identities of all of them. I'm not really interested in watching any more of the show, but I would wouldn't mind seeing, you know, a, a list of who everybody is. <laughs> as long as you have like the entire factoid list too, where yeah, I just like, want to be able to look through it and see like, oh, the deer was this, that was that. That's enough. I wish the Wikipedia was up already. Is what I, mean, I actually there is wish. A wiki page up. I know, but I want the, all of them. I'm not even going to look at the wiki page until the season is finished because that's you know that's too that's a little too long. I want to see the whole list. Don't you want to know that Tommy Chong in week two saying "I will survive"? Wow. I guess I did want to know that, as it turns out. I guess I did, but uh, but now I do. Now I do. It's 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 a actually it's a fun filled show. I feel it's like an okie doke. It's a first. I kind of don't mind it. Like again, like this seems like television that's very good to just you know. This feels like TV in the classic sense that like everyone would just have Fox or network television on just on in the background, like while you're doing life. You know what I mean? Like while you're having dinner or with your family or whatever. This feels like a show that's built for that. And that's also what I think TV is for uh, a little more in like uh, Eastern Asia. I think that that's why it makes sense that it came from South uh, Korea, because I think TV is designed a little more in that classic sense over there where it's just like some silliness to have on while life is happening. And uh, and I've, I've brought this up before in like a two minute quick, like I saw the first episode on a, And I, I said, I think also in terms of a singing competition show, uh-huh. this is actually not that bad if you're going to do a celebrity singing show. Because if they're all in the costume, everyone's on an equal playing field. So there is yeah. theoretically a chance that like a comedian or an athlete can actually right. win a show against an actual trained musician. Yeah. Is it, what if it's Susan Boyle under one of those masks? It could be. <laughs> you never know with the show. Yeah. Like, they could. And they're going to have like a pop-up video of Susan Boyle and some. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I thought it, I, the show it doesn't like. I think it's fine. It's fine television. It's like I I would not like go out of my way to watch the show. I wouldn't like uh, uh, catch every episode. But if you know uh, this is if if you catch the the mass singer on a television set as that's already on, you know yeah. that's there's less engaging things to watch. I mean it's it's Fox Wednesdays at nine o'clock. I can't. <laughs> And it's who can you get on the Fox network? I don't. That's pretty much. Yeah. That's all I can assume. And they're not really doing much plugs either. So you it's don't not think like. So? Oh. I mean, I think that I've like I've seen plenty of like billboards and shit for it. But I also live in L.A., so it's like you know, uh, as you're aware too, because uh, yeah. uh, they are just like a thousand times more billboards for TV shows out here than everywhere well, else. Now, cause, now because it's you know Oscars, it's all for your right. consideration. You should so much FYC. For your consideration, you should definitely go to LACMA today and check out this exhibit <laughs> where we have exclusive screening of a Netflix show. And you're like, why would the art museum have this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is this happening at the art museum? And well, the answer to that question is because uh, everything needs money. Like we don't have any public funding. So the art museums are like, well, Netflix has a ton of cash. So we have to do the uh, the screening for the ranch here. <laughs> Got it, please. Please uh, come to CBS Radford and yeah. for your consideration, the amazing race. Please. Please, yeah. celebrity big brother. 
Yeah. Come see the people. Uh, come see the people that that even the masked singer was like, God no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you know, uh, but my thing is, is like, do you is this a game show? Is this what modern game shows? Like what what game shows exist? I mean, there's the wall, right? That's the like I'm I guess I'm trying to think of like what very popular game shows exist outside of this kind of contest format. Out of the contest format, uh modern game okay, so you had Kevin Hart's TKO physical challenge show recently. That sucked. Okay. Uh you you had wipeout like forty five years ago. Um Right, but yeah, what's on the air right now? Like, there's the wall, the the Chris Hardwick show. Uh, That's that's not on the air. In fact, it could be postponed because of the recent Hardwick. Ah, ah, gotcha. Okay. Isn't Uh, that, like, produced by LeBron or something, too? Yeah, LeBron James is the executive producer of this. Okay. Uh, He's now executive producing a reality show called The Million Dollar Mile for CBS, which is, I guess, American Gladiators meets American Ninja Warrior. American Ah. Ninja Warrior. There you go. Um. You also have, uh, in terms of modern for NBC, they have Ellen's Game of Games. Game of Games, okay. You know okay. how the, on, how Ellen plays. But the isn't game? that a celebrity one? That's the one where it's like, uh, is is that a celebrity show? No, that is Hollywood Game Night with Jane Lynch. Ah, okay, okay. So there's so that you, one too. You okay, get like okay. Martin Short, and then you <laughs> get uh, five people from Netflix shows that will quickly get canceled to play with civilians. <laughs> Who are clearly just actors wanting to at least have some airtime, but they have to talk about their day jobs. Or it's like, "Hi, I'm I'm Chris. I'm a waiter." It's like, yeah, we know, <laughs> we know. You work at Jerry's Deli, we know. Um, <clears throat> but you have to say your hometown where you're originally from because they do not want to cast anyone from Los Angeles area to say I'm from Los Angeles or Torrance or Ontario. Or <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, and it's like, and Jane Lynch has to pretend like this is the most gripping television show because, oh man, aren't you the luckiest person in the room? You're you're hanging out with with Leslie Jones. You're hanging I out know. with. It is so. It's what well, that's such an odd show because that is a whole separate. Okay, so what exists on like on like talk shows, for example, is yeah. they do a lot of game show stuff, but it's just like the host is the yes. the contestant. Like, so that, that, that's a whole different like subcategory yeah, almost. The these like, kind of... these like celebrity game shows where yes. it's just celebrities playing the games or that's, whatever. And, that's and you're just spin-off. watching celebrities yeah. have fun basically. Yeah. That, that's your spinoff. That's your, your drop the mic, your lip sync battle. Uh, right. I'm not going to count carpool karaoke on that. Uh, um, but what I will yeah, count is... I, I don't think... I think you're right to not count carpool karaoke because, like, that's one... I think that can function with or without... Well, no, I, I, it is just celebrities having fun, but it's, it's not really not a, a contest. It's not a show. It's not like... Yeah, it's not a contest, right? It's not Corden's the Uber driver, and he has right. to d- sing with them, and he just... There's no the best goal, one. right? Yeah. Um, versus drop the mic and lip sync where it's a 1v1. Right. That? Contest. Um, Ellen's Game of Games is similar to that, only instead of uh, celebrities, it's rando people from the street that are, once again, just people from the Los Angeles area that have to say, I'm from, like, Dayton, Ohio, and they get to play the Ellen Games from the Ellen Show. <laughs> How fun. And But what the thing exciting. is, unlike the Ellen Show, where it's like, oh, well, you won, like, the $10,000, and the other person who got humiliated, well, don't don't cry. You won, like, a Vizio television or something. <laughs> no, on this show, it's this, like, congratulations, you're going on to play the game where you fall to your death, and you, you get nothing. Yeah, just do it. 
You get to experience what Ellen experiences. This is Ellen's torture show. She just <laughs> It's clear. Yeah. She does not like um, anybody. Come into Ellen's like torture chamber. Like uh, and be Say the filmed. danger would I want to drop spaghetti sauce on you. That's like these, that's the whole these show. Are for Ellen's personal files. <laughs> 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 Because she needs the money, right? This is Ellen's Game of Games. And that show apparently got picked up for Australia. Wow. Um, so those are the two for NBC, CBS. I think it's just all the reality shows, like your Survivors and stuff. And I guess your price is right. Let's make a deal. That's still on the Right. Air. Well, those, yeah, those are uh, those have uh, lasted the test of time. They've withstood. Uh, ABC is uh, revivals of, like, Pyramid... And family feud. Uh, okay, okay. And, and so there's a lot of game shows going on on TV and these days. Alec Baldwin match game. Right, right. The Alec Baldwin match game. <laughs> how's that? How's uh, how's uh, that? Donald Trump is in the news. Oh God. He got his hand stuck in a bag of blank. Well, it sounds uh unfucking bearable to be honest with you. Oh no! It's it, and there's Kenan Thompson and all the others on that show. So it's like it's still sure. SNL alumni and Netflix people doing their plugs. So it's, are they just filming it out of? They're probably doing it out of Thirty Rock, like all those TV shows. I, I mean, it's, it's ABC Studios, so yeah, like two blocks oh, away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. Um. And and Fox, this is it. Like until like maybe two weeks from now, when Mental Samurai comes out, where Rob Lowe tells people to get sick. <laughs> like no what's that what is that show it's called mental samurai rob lowe's the host you get the contestants and they're in like basically that like that nasa vomit comet thing where it spins <laughs> 360 degrees in the air and does loop-de-loops it's like something that would be on podcast ride just like just this weird like tilt the world <laughs> game and as wow. they're in the tilt the world they're going to be asked trivia questions and I don't wow. know if it's like if they vomit, they lose or something. But <laughs> oh god, that's the show. Yeah, another now. torture chamber show. Another torture show. Yeah, we need torture shows. We I guess we. Are, I guess that's what uh, that's what we're about now. Or the era of the torture show has begun. It's it's going to be something that it's like. I guess that's going to be like if I ever wind up on struggle session. That's like that's my thing. The downfall of Western <laughs> society. How bad is society? And the need for finances that you're willing to basically turn your entire intestines inside out just to get like enough money to pay the rent for the month how sad <laughs> is that um but yeah. but other than that like deal or no deals back on cnbc it's just bring back shows we're in generation remix everything has to return right we're in the reboot world of course there's a ton of game shows because there were a ton of game shows once before <laughs> It's, that's just the way it goes, and, and plus, it's you know, it's cheaper television. I guess it's easy plugs for the celebrities, and it's they, they yeah, want to do the virals. True. They just want the virals. They just want the click. It's true. That's it. It's just clip. it's easy to it's easy to book celebrities for it, um, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and and celebrities are what get you like clicks online. If you have the name of a celebrity in a video, then people will be searching for that name plus the word nude, and then end up settling for your video. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, folks. I, I know you wanted Kim Kanye stuff, but look, like I told you, celebrity family. We simply feud. have we only have Kim and Kanye on a uh, celebrity rap battle. <laughs> no, like there's the one like they were on Celebrity Family Feud, and Kanye West right. said penis because penis Steve. That's like eighty percent right, of right, Family right. Feud these days. Is yeah. She just what is something yeah. a man measures in inches? <laughs> huh? Gee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Right. They like they try to set things up for that now. Right. Yeah. They're also and then like some writer there has to now come up with like a bazillion different ways of saying penis. It's not penis. So it's like man salami. Uh, <laughs> jiggle in the change purse. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and Steve Harvey has to still pretend like, oh, man, this is so shocking taboo. <laughs> he has to like act shocked every time that someone says like, you know, the word penis, really, which is so funny. Those Ding reaction dong. videos are great. It's just come on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, it's like actually how you entertain a baby. Kind of. I watch that show and I'm like, it's a man like making faces so that we'll laugh. <laughs> really? He's just like making funny faces. And we're like, yay. <laughs> well, Steve, I'm going to have to go with the coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. And it's like, the thing is, though, Steve Harvey's now the longest reigning uh, host of Family Feud. And Is that and true? That is true. And the ratings are equal to that of Richard Dawson back in the 70s. Like, the same viewership, same numbers. So it's a popular show. He's doing pretty well over there. Yeah, over on the feud, where people just keep shouting out fart and... Yeah. <laughs> and poop. Yeah, those those uh, those um, Vic Berger videos are really great. That is basically, in essence, what Family Feud has gone to yeah. these days. <laughs> those Vic Uh other than that, like that, that mass singer, and that's most game shows these days. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm putting you through. No, you're not putting me through anything. I'm like, I'm good. This is exciting. Like, uh, uh, we are. Uh, I am like. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know what to. Uh, uh, I'm just trying to think about like what I have to say about the world of talk shows. I'm trying to think about you know. Um, well, I mean, for and- a while there, there was a talk show, the game show on uh, True TV. Uh- Oh right, there was uh, which was a uh, Guy Bronham show, yeah, Guy right? Guy Bronham show. Uh, and so, how did that? How did that work? Uh, it was basically based off the entire stage show. It, it just it was that just the stage show put into network, where it was basically I got three guests, and mm-hmm. the idea was supposed to be for every single action's typical in a in a talk show, you know, interview thing, like you know, plug something, show something off, give something to the guest, do something wild, curse something. That's usually like <laughs> the, the wildly trippy things that would get. Those get those earn you points, but excessively you lose points. Oh, funny! That's a and that's a good that's a good idea for a show. They should have done that. It, uh, it lasted two seasons, then it got canceled, and I still don't know why. But uh, you know, it, it's it, 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 I'm not going to try and put parallels with your new talk show, the one that, the, <laughs> the one with Mike Mitchell. The, the, the uh, you oh 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 I see I see interesting. I don't think that sounds different enough. There were a lot of uh, rip off shows of. Uh, what's going on and that sounds like uh it sounds different enough to me anyway yeah and 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 don't worry you're not getting like mike is not getting points there's no judges and then basically whoever (laughs) so it basically is like on that show it's after the interview round like after like 90 seconds of just like what do you do they didn't do like the the typical like let me do something stupid with the with the guest bit like on fallon and Right, bear. So it's like, well, we know Tiffany Haddish. You used to do this, so here, do some of this stuff, okay? <laughs> it, it, it was funny, and I was like, why did they get rid of it? They got rid of a lot of shows. I guess they need more prank shows. They need more. It was uh, a true TV thing, right? Yeah, it's a true TV show. <laughs> they need to I have think, another three I, hours I think of Carbonero. True, I think that maybe True TV wants to do more stuff 
like how like Adam ruins everything is. Like I think that they want more like informationy kind of shows. Well, actually, Jack, did you know that True TV is more <laughs> than just re- uh, but no, they're like I remember, like Gabrus had like a game show on True TV. Like a lot of the people oh, I yeah. grew up in comedy, it's like, oh, I know these people. I've seen their work. It's like, whoa, how did that happen? And it's, <laughs> and it's like, oh, they just got rid of a lot of the shows because they really just want something that they can have repeated on for like eight hours a day and just call it a day. Okay, so sure, more practical jokers, it is. I think they do want really easily syndicatable stuff. I mean, Impractical Jokers is obviously like the biggest show on that network. That show is huge. That's like a hugely successful show. It's syndicated. You know, that that's like a gigantic moniker of a show. And and that's also very similar to like Korean. If you think about it, like all just comedy people doing stupid antics. And then. Yeah. Do you watch that show? Do you? I mean, I I don't really like that show, but do you watch I, that show? I've watched I watch it on occasion. It's not like my all time like oh man, I must watch it. I think it's kind of like you mask singer, but it's like if it's on, sure. Like right, like if, if yeah. like, I'm at the dentist getting a teeth cleaning and it just so <laughs> happens to show up because it's like three p.m. Sure, that is just a hugely popular show. But my understanding is that true. I could be wrong about this. They might have even changed directives. But this is the big thing is that like every network like changes what network they want to be like every two years. They're always all reinventing themselves because nothing is is working because TV is dying. Yeah. So it was like a couple of years ago that true TV was like, you know, we're the game show network. We're going to do a lot of like game shows. And so then like they bought a bunch of game showy ideas from like comedians around LA. And then it's like, Oh, those didn't get us like gigantic ratings. Let's like completely change our identity again. Now let's do, you know, the Adam ruins everything thing. Cause those go viral a little bit better. So, you know, because all ever anyone's at any of these networks are trying to do is still just like trying to get web hits, which is, you know, feels like it feels like it's backwards. It feels it like the TV the internet, network the internet shouldn't be trying to, be to get YouTube hits. Television yeah, it's the internet. It just feels weird. Yeah, like it's like, yeah, the internet. You're absolutely right about that. Like t- TV is the goal. It's like where everyone on the internet wants to be. But every TV network is like, how do we get YouTube hits? And it's like the sole thing that they care about. Oh, I can't believe it. Ninja's hosting everything now. <laughs> <laughs> you got I mean, truly, honestly, like, honestly, a lot of this stuff is like Ninja is like too, it's like Ninja's too high end for a lot of these things. You know what I mean? Like Ninja would not do a show on True, I feel he like. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even do a show on Network. Like, even if you gave him like. Right. He's team. like too big. Yeah, you have to give him too much money for that. You do like a guest appearance on Fallon at most. And that's like. Right. Different. Truly. I mean, yeah, well, that obviously he would guest on things. But for like him doing a show, I'm like, you couldn't get him on these networks. He's. It, and they all want something like that. And it's like, you can't these days. It's the whole it's, fact. It, yeah, and, but anyway, like, I'm, that's how I feel about True is I'm like, oh, so like they had a little renaissance. That's also probably why Game Show, so the Game Show got uh, canceled is just because like they had executives a couple of years ago that were trying to do this thing. That thing didn't work out as like, as excitingly as they wanted it to it wasn't like splashy enough so now everyone has to switch it up as the as a new crop of young uh people who went to college get to try out a new idea oh boy i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> finally something for us we did it yeah yeah how exciting. oh wait no i just realized i'm five years past college nope i'm fucked uh, 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 uh. Uh, <laughs> 
but uh no like, like that's it's gonna be talk shows like i said it's gonna be game shows that's kind of because that's the cheapest things you can syndicate pretty much these days that is true um although game shows are a little expensive to be honest with you i feel like what you're gonna see more and more of is like fucking web streams like people just in their own homes you know what i mean like they'll end up just like broadcasting that like sets sets are too expensive they're gonna have to phase those out at some point it's the today show and hoda codby is just sitting on the porch just drinking i mean honestly porch. yeah it's just like hoda in bed like on her like uh facetime or something but then again if you think about it, that makes your show jack am way out of the we, curve we're way we're way ahead of everything we really are uh we're doing what you know the rest of them are going to be doing in a couple of years, which is broadcasting from our homes in uh, our pajamas. <laughs> and still talking about the news and video and all that. Hey, we're doing a morning show. I'm doing a morning show just the same as uh, Good Morning America. Yeah. Mine's better, actually. I mean, I don't see Michael Strahan uh, watching Walter Mitty. Yeah, where why where are they? What are they doing? Not watching the entirety of Walter Mitty. They're not watching uh, the invention of lying. <laughs> yeah, good lord. <laughs> Well, we're and, blowing through that one. That one's going to be through in, in no time. By the time this episode probably comes to air. <laughs> like, we'll have watched all of the invention of lying. And the minutes of Marwin start yeah, lighting up. God. Marwin is... Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, We'll have to figure out the minutes system as this continues. But it's, You might uh, have to change funny. the plan a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to... I'm, yeah. now, now I'm even like a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like so much for to, you but for kate <laughs> yeah we have to get yeah we have a lot of uh show to get through kate has to watch all this shit i feel terrible for her and it's like she's just woken up she's already like ready yeah, to go I, she's and not then, like me waking up you know uh, at five in the morning every day and then she's just staring at the screen it's like what the hell is ricky gervais doing <laughs> like, i know sorry kate that's the morning that the welcome to your new life we're talking, of course, about my wonderful wife, Kate, um, uh, who hosts the morning show with me. Yeah, it's uh, Jack AM, and uh, I'm going to try and get her on. I am I really want to undermine Doughboys right now. To I what? didn't have a grudge. I'm going to try and get Kate <laughs> on. I'm going to air it. I want to get something. I want to get something over Mike Mitchell. That's my goal. <laughs> uh, get her first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. On. I think I think you just need to send her some dates. Is all that she just I wants did. dates, uh, and you'll uh, get her next, a Thursday. Oh, wow. Great. That's great. I'm very glad to get around. Well, you're accomplishing your goal before our very eyes. It's unbelievable. And if I can just book it, edit it, burn it, like, and send it off to the public, and then I can just look <laughs> at Weiger square, square in his, his, his pretty, pretty face and, yeah. say, and say, hey, Paquito Moss was definitely a four and a half. <laughs> what did he give it a four? He gave it, I think, a five. I think he gave it a five. Oh, um, well, you know, Pequito Moss is really good. I'll give it a five, too, actually. Yeah. The one that, and then, and of course, El Torito. That, oh, man, that controversial episode, too. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, when I go on podcasts, they're controversial. I haven't said anything very controversial on this podcast, and I won't. You know, I'm 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 being very nice on this podcast. Yeah, I don't, that's surprising. Normally, you know. <laughs> I don't, I, I, you know what? I don't even know what it is. Like, uh, I don't feel like I'm saying controversial. When I went on uh the, your Kickstarter sucks. I yeah. simply said that the 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 good place isn't that good, and everyone got very upset about that. <laughs> I heard a lot about that. How dare you uh, attack the work of Ted Danson? Like that? I am sorry for saying that I don't like the good place. Everybody here, you got me. I'll I'll say that on this podcast. I'm very very sorry for not liking the good place. 
There, there we go, go, everybody. See, see. I apologize. I That's personal growth. I squished the I beef. Should, I shouldn't have not liked the good place, and I, I, I squished that beef. I'm sorry for not liking the good place. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I, on behalf of everyone who listens to the watches the good place on NBC. Yes, because all the, of the millions of people uh, who were hurt by what I said about it. All the all the uh, all the what the hell do they call them the fork fork fanatics. I don't the, know the mother forkers. I don't the mother know forkers. Some weird. I mean, I Probably get I get the that. joke, but they kind of hammered that joke on long and It's a long. It's a lot of that joke. It's a lot of that joke <laughs> it's yeah that's yeah that's not good <laughs> i mean to me i just keep watching the good place and go oh that's just the you know little europe in the universal city lot uh, like okay <laughs> oh okay i just go to that tram like every other month like that's just a little europe <laughs> right like, yes it's all on the tram isn't it it's all I, uh that's what where the good place is is in uh universal studios hollywood entertainment capital of los angeles yeah right next door to the, the desperate housewives and jaws and shit and bates motel and the, the the brand new 3d king kong and nintendo land cummings 2020 wow i'm excited about that actually i'm ready for nintendo land I, I i would but i like i still know anything about the rides i'm told mario kart but I there's you know I they I think that I saw some like trademark go through or something for the Mario Kart ride that seemed kind of cool but you know we'll see. It's universal so I can only my expectations just you're sitting <laughs> in a theater and it's going to shake and someone's going to spray water at you. <laughs> like it's like 80%. Yeah, that's that's Harry Potter, that's uh Transformers, that's, that's the Minion uh, Mayhem. Minion Mayhem too. Yeah, Minion they spray mayhem some sucks. water at you. Come at me, Wiger. Wow. Minion suck. Wow. I'm going to be the one. You know what, Jack? You can't be the mean guy. I'll be the mean one. Minion Mayhem sucks. I've said that to Weiger already. I've said that to Weiger a long time ago, and I said that the Minions suck. Uh, You know, solidarity, Jack. Solidarity. I'm in solidarity with you, too, that uh, (laughs) the Minions do, in fact, suck, and uh, they're like... Like a, they're like, like they're like being into like the cool spot or something. Like they're like yeah, a they're representative gonna sell of like <laughs> the like of the Universal Company. Like it's bizarre actually to like the minions authentic, to like unironically like the minions. The only thing like I could see why is because bright, colorful, uh, big eyes and <laughs> yellow, really yeah, jovious, and and because they don't speak any word of any language, you can just yeah. easily just put it to any country. It's like ah, whatever. It's Chinese. It's Japanese. Go, ah, bah, 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 or whatever, right? Except for banana. Banana. They say banana. Right. Is cake and a royalties by any chance from Illumination Pictures? For <laughs> we have a pending lawsuit, so we can't okay. really talk about that right now. Uh, you and Bazizio are teaming up. Yes, we. Well, there is pending litigation right now, but that is uh, that's a lot of yellow. That's all I'm going to say. And over a lot of years, over a lot of years. I I, I hope you win that case. I think you. I I think we should, but that's all I can talk about with regard to that right now. With the advice of my lawyers. Uh, all righty. Um, so the the only last part of the show is mm-hmm. we have a speed round here. Sure. I have. We're gonna have sixty seconds and five questions, like any game show. We have to have wow. a speed round. Sixty seconds, yeah. five questions. For each one you get right, you get one free plug. Wow. Okay. So that's five Fuck. potential free plugs here to advertise whatever wow. you want. Okay. Anything I want. Okay. Well, let me try to strategize this. Okay. Okay. I feel I feel okay about this, uh, and I won't plug anything out of out of turn. All right. So sixty seconds, 
on the clock. Okay. Game starts now. Porgs or Ewoks? Ooh, you cut out a second there. I couldn't Porgs hear the question. Porgs or Ewoks? Ewoks. All right. Fallon or Corden? Fallon or Corden? Corden, Corden, Corden. All right. If you were on the Mask Singer, what would your costume be? The Maggot. All right. Favorite sketch television show? Mr. Show. You or Kate, who would do better on Jeopardy? Kate. All right, you did. Five free plugs for Jack Allison. Wait, I got all five, right? You won all five. Wow, okay. There's no right or wrong. We'll keep that last question if Kate comes on just to see. (laughs) Okay, uh, five free plugs. Well, um, I do the morning show every day, just called Jack AM. Uh, That's at twitch.tv slash Jack AM. And that's every Monday at, or every uh, Monday through Friday at 7 uh, a.m. Um, we, uh, uh, I also do a, a podcast called Struggle Session, which is uh, a podcast I do, and uh, that's at patreon.com slash struggle session. Um, God, I have a couple more plugs here. Okay, well, I do Mitch Live, which is uh, a show hosted by Mike Mitchell, which is a talk show where he never knows what's going to happen next. That's on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Mitch Live now. Or I've been doing a little bit of uh, it's at Mitch.live as well. You're right. It's at Mitch.live as well. It's a good, you know, address. I also do. I've been gaming a bit for Bazizio Gaming, which is the twitch.tv slash Bazizio Gaming. And finally, for my fifth and final pitch, um, I would pitch that you you listen to the upcoming uh, Kate Raft episode of this very podcast. Um, I want to plug my wife's episode that she'll be recording shortly with Jordan. Um so, you know, if this is if that episode's out, go ahead and listen to that one as well. Thank you so much, Jack Allison. Yep. You are a winner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks so much for having me uh me. Uh yeah, this is a lot of fun. And we'll definitely have you back whenever, you know, we can afford to have guests on unlike Earwolf. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. I did it! I know podcasting. I did the podcasting. Uh, please, Weiger and, and Mike Mitchell, please come on to the show. I'm I kind of didn't mean what I said about the minions. I'm real sorry. Um, I big fan of Doughboys. I, you like when you reveal the 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 Wendy's bacon maple sandwich? Please don't cancel me. Uh, that was Jack Allison, and I love Jack AM. And if you were ever in the morning, it's 7 through 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. It is a laugh-out-loud fun time uh, with Jack and Kate Raft. And and I and whenever I can tune in, I can. And sometimes I don't, and there's the archives. And even then, it's pretty good, too. I uh, for Just for just for disclosure reasons, uh, for, for Jack AM, I, I, Jack did... Uh, need help in revolving around Jackbox party packs, so I did give him some information about that and what games to play. And I even made like a special Jack AM episode for him, just because I, I I like his show and I support him. and And definitely check out Mitch Live. Uh, it is a laugh out loud romp if you're in the LA area, especially downtown LA. 
uh, please, uh, please pick it up. Uh, so because those tickets, it is the best theater show you can see with some of the coolest uh, talent, the most talented writers, and some actual celebrity guests that are pretty cool. They would agree to talk to Mike Mitchell. Uh, it's it's a ton of fun to see. Uh, I wish I could like just go over there, but my schedule has just been ah just not there. Um, but I do love the gang over at Mitch Live. Um, Inbazizo Gaming is just started up. Uh, buzz buzz to all the people out there uh, who who love the video games. You know what I'm talking about buzz buzz, or to or to or to the people of the Slurp Fam honk honk. Um, Anyway, I can't wait for Kate to show up. Hopefully she doesn't cancel so the last part doesn't become embarrassing. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a, it was a real good episode uh, to record. And now I have to answer a few questions here. Uh, some of these were from Twitter. Others are just curiosity. Uh, most popular question I get is, what's your favorite game show? I have been asked this question since day one. I've done a game show podcast and... People say, what's your favorite game show? And I got to keep telling people it fluctuates. It, it changes all the time. I mean, I mean, I think that's why I like doing this podcast is I can say that every podcast I talk about is my favorite game show. Like every game show I'm talking about is my favorite game show. Here's why. And just go all out and explain it. And I enjoy doing that. Uh, I'm not trying to convince people that game shows are good because, I mean, it's cheap television. But for me, I enjoy it because of the play-along factor, the game factor, uh, different aspects of a show that makes it engaging to watch. And there's some storytelling elements that come with, with some game shows. And I, I enjoy when, when shows try and do that. And, and I enjoy uh, game shows in that regard. Uh, so, so it's tough for me to pick that because, I mean, right now I can say something like Deal or No Deal because of its storytelling and drama and there's a big money prize. But usually they can't give away the big money prize, but they can give away some good money and tell an effective story. I like that as a game show. But I also really love The Price is Right. I really love doing the pricing game Spotlight, for instance. I think that's a really uh, clever idea. And I enjoy the 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 aspect of me doing a pricing game Spotlight, 110-part series, looking at every pricing game on The Price is Right. Because that game has full of A-B games and hooks and crannies and, and, and game boards, and I enjoy that. Uh, I like Let's Make a Deal because storytelling, I, like every, like pr Press Your Luck is a good game show. I, I enjoy Press Your Luck, but I think it could be revived a little better. I, I There's so many shows. I can't pick a favorite. And it, every single time I get asked, I have to just say, what is the first game show that come from the top of my head? So I go like Jeopardy. Or, or I say something like Supermarket Sweep. Something that's just weird enough to work. Legend of the Hidden Temple, Double Dare, something. So unfortunately, I, I can't uh, give anyone, unfortunately, and I know you're going to keep asking me this, what's your favorite game show? Uh, it changes. I, I Honestly, I, it's newlywed game, dating game. So it, it changes. It changes a lot. The wall. I can't believe Jack brought up the wall. <laughs> like, what a weird show. Um, I... I I, I, I think it, it might get a season three. I, I'm pretty sure they'll try and do it uh, justice, but I, I don't know. I think the wall might be ending, even though it was a good game show. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the other question, this is a real question. Um, 
if there was like a Mount Rushmore of game show hosts, who would I put? All right, that's a better question. A Mount Rushmore of game show hosts. Uh, the effectiveness of a game show host is really tough to explain real quick. Um, I'm going to probably spend maybe five to ten minutes on this. A game show host is kind of like a carnival barker in a way. You're trying to sell people into the game so they keep watching, but at the same time, you're also trying to explain and be effective to the contestant at, in there because they might not understand at the moment. They might be stumped. They might be nervous. And you're, the idea of a game show is not to make people nervous unless that adds drama to the game. But there's a difference in nervousness in terms of I can't say anything, shaking, shivering, can't say anything, and there's a camera in front of me, nervous, and then there is, oh God, there's $100,000 in front of me, but I could still have a million dollars, what do I do? Nervousness. Uh, a good game show host is one that can effectively play to the contestant, play to the audience, both at home and at, at the studio, if it's a studio-based game show and be effective enough to keep themselves in the game, but not be the face of the game. It's a real tough thing to bring up because a lot of game shows these days, that is their selling point. It's so-and-so hosts this game show. Steve Harvey's hosting Family Feud. Snoop Dogg's hosting The Joker's Wild. And it's like, well, okay, Rob Lowe's hosting Mental Samurai, but... Uh, I don't know what your game is, and I don't think he's effectively going to pitch me the game very well. So I, it, it happens, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, a game show host is a really tough gig. A lot of people want to be a game show host, uh, but it's it's one that's uh, it's not like a YouTuber. It's not like a podcaster. It's not even like a radio show. A radio show, you just talk off the top of your head. Uh, a talk show host, yeah, you have an earpiece and you have producers telling you, hey, keep this moving, keep talking. But for a game show, uh, you have to keep the game going, but it's all improv based on what the contestant chooses to do and what the questions are written. And can you even pronounce some of the stuff? And and some of that is what is necessary for a game. If I have to say, like, who's a good modern game show host, I actually say Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan's a really good game show host on $100,000 Pyramid. Uh, he is one of the best new game show hosts out there. I really enjoyed Craig Ferguson when he did Celebrity Name Game. I think that was also a good choice of host. But uh, there's not a lot of uh, good ways to balance things out. Uh, and I, I think if you're going to do a, like a Mount Rushmore, I mean, like it's tough because Bill Cullen definitely has to be on that list. Uh, I mean, some people would put Bob Barker because the lifetime on the price is right. Uh, I, I would probably say someone like Wink Martindale because he's Wink, he's Tic-Tac-Doe, he's done a whole lot of game shows in his life. Uh, probably... I, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do Burt Convy or Monty Hall. Probably Monty. Monty Hall would probably be a good good idea because Video Village and then let's make a deal and then a split second. Uh, Tom Kennedy comes to mind as well for for someone to be on there. It's tough. That's a tough question also. Who should be on the game show host Mount Rushmore? But Bill Coleman's definitely on that list. Wink Martindale would be on that list. 
probably D Dawson, maybe Richard Dawson, because Family Feud. But uh, Monty Hall. Bobby Eubanks would definitely probably be there too. Um, that, it, it's, that's a real tough question because I have to pick who's my four favorite game shows. And I think that's similar to uh, the game show contestant thing. And then the game show contestant, the game show, what's your favorite game show question? It's hard to pick. Uh, but I just got to go with like based on television broadcasting. If I'm going by broadcasting, not by my like, personal preferences, uh, you would go with Barker. You would go with uh, you would go with Bill Cullen, because if it wasn't for Bill Cullen's prices, right, there wouldn't be Bob Barker prices, right? You would go with probably Alex Trebek because Jeopardy and his dedication to game shows, and then Wink Martindale. I think those would be my four if I had to go by broadcasting. I know there's hundreds of game show hosts, and I know. That's a tough question that's going to give me hate mail, but uh, I, it just happens that way. And uh, I, I enjoy these game shows, and I enjoy sharing it with you guys. Um, I know there's going to be better game show hosts, but the big plot, and this is it's a minor rant. I guess I can go on a minor rant right now. That's going to be a big uh, challenge. And I think that was brought up in the interview is the internet wants to be television, television wants to be internet. And it's the YouTubers want to be on television, which is what Jack said. And they want the viral clips to go into the into the, the, the YouTubes because they want the clicks so they can sell into the television shows. Well, if the direction everything's going is online anyway, why don't you try and push the game shows to YouTube, to Netflix, to anything? If someone out there, even if it's Crackle... Put Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy on their site, like the day syndicated episode. That would that that I would pay money for that. I'm I would be the one of those people that pay two to three dollars just for Wheel and Jeopardy every day. That's the kind of person I am. I know not a lot of people would, but if like Hulu can pick it up, Hulu and Netflix both have Jeopardy episodes on their library, but it's not the syndicated episode of the day. It's just like a tournament champions from two years ago. If something like that can happen, it's good. I don't think everyone should invest in YouTube or Netflix and Hulu. I think there's a lot of streaming platforms ideas. Buzzer is going all over the place. It's on Pluto now. It's on Twitch. The, the, there's a very strong possibility, and I do mean very strong possibility, you could see game shows be live on these streaming services and they're not going to be like uh, like like bingo buddies where I'm playing bingo with friends and then give away like a, a wallet. No, I, I'm thinking this is like in studio big time game show with like actual cash prize could actually be there. Uh, and I think that if it's not there already, I mean, there's already internet game shows out there. Um, I mean. It already existed somewhat in Super Deluxe, and I miss Super Deluxe a lot. They had two game shows I vaguely were Actually, three. Three game shows they have made. Uh, Zapped, which was, I believe, their test audience game show, where it was, if they got a question wrong, they, all the contestants were dog collars, and then if they got a question wrong, they got zapped by the dog collar. And I thought, okay, that's kind of funny, I guess, but that already existed on Distraction, Sure. Uh, but then there's two very clever ones, and I actually enjoyed them a lot. 
uh, one was called Privacy Invasion, where it was contestants in studio, but all the questions were data mined from the audience themselves. Uh, If they put in the hashtag invade me, uh, quickly some researcher would look into people's profiles and come up with like, what is their occupation, what's their job, what's something weird about them, and then grab two other random people who said invade me as well and create a simple question like, which of these three claims they're a porn star? Which of these three is in a rock band? Which one of these three uh, is, is, is currently divorced? And the contestants in studio had to play against each other, but they're also playing against the audience at home, uh, either through Facebook, and they had to do reactions to come up with the answers. Another one, which I also really enjoyed, was called Popular Opinion, uh, with Asif Ali as the host on that one. And it was like two teams, and they would win ten thousand dollars at the end if, if they can survive a name as many as you, uh, name the top ten somethings, and they can just keep juggling back and forth while someone, and every point was kind of uh, going through some sort of, I wouldn't say like a distraction kind of thing, but it was kind of silly, like crack an egg on your head, like a double there, messy thing. And I thought that was a kind of clever kind of show, too, because all the things were popular opinions based on polling through Super Deluxe. And things like that could easily be the game shows of the future. And Super Deluxe was just ahead of the time. And I could easily see that happening on Twitch. So so a game show online is, is completely doable. Everyone who has done it before it uh, was just ahead of the curve. HQ is kind of there. But it's an app, and you have to download the app. How this is, has to work is this has to be, and it has to be, through a content medium already existent with a chat or some sort of interactivity uh, focused that you can see either direct results within like a five seconds or a minute all the way down to... It's a big name show, and the first live broadcast is this time at this date. Like what they're doing right now on YouTube and Twitch anyway is the first broadcast is, could already be pre-recorded. Well, the, YouTube can easily do that now too. That could easily be done on Twitch. It's just is there a qualified people to work on these shows? Is it is it actually financially viable to be doing these shows considering how online is a little cheaper than cheap these days? And, and I, I think it, it's doable. It's, it's very doable. I mean, I've seen those buzzer game shows. They have a slight budget. Just keep doing those. That's all you need to do. Um, so I have faith in that. I think online is the way to go with some of these things. And I think Jack is ahead of the curve of a lot of his shows, too. So uh, thanks again to Jack Allison for stopping by. And thank you for, for listening to this episode. Join me next Wednesday for another deep dive into a game show. And until then, big smooch. Mwah! I hit the pop filter.